Thanks for tuning in to the Embodied Astrology Podcast. I'm Renee Sills, consulting astrologer, somatic practitioner, and embodiment educator. Your Aquarius season reading was recorded as part of the Embodied Astrology 2024 Extended Year Ahead with astrology dates and timing for your sign. If what you hear in this season's episode resonates, you'll definitely want to check out your year ahead. These annual readings are epic offerings and the results of over two months of research and preparation with this year's astrology. They're ready for download now, and they include an hour-long intuitive divination and channeled reading for your sign, along with an additional overview exploring key dates and timing for 2024's astrology, with suggestions for working with this year's main themes, opportunities, and challenges through embodied energetic awareness practices. If you enjoy my monthly and annual readings, join me sometime in my weekly class, Somatic Space, where we attune with the astrological symbolism of the week ahead through guided meditation, visualization, and gentle and healing movement practices. We meet live on Zoom every Monday from 8 to 9.30 a.m. Pacific, and you can always tune in with the recordings if you can't attend live. For those of you interested in working more deeply with your own chart, learning to read charts for others, Or, if you're an astrologer interested in working with a somatic approach, you might be interested in my foundations course, Your Chart is a Body. I'll be starting a new cohort in March with the Aries season equinox, and registration is opening soon. Check the show notes for more details on all of Embodied Astrology's offerings and upcoming events. You can find written transcripts of all season-ahead horoscopes in Embodied Astrology's virtual membership community. When you become a member, you'll also get access to the Embodied Astrology blog and our audio-video library of astrologically-themed embodiment practices and meditations. Your donations and memberships sustain these ongoing free offerings. If you'd like to support this work, please make sure to follow and subscribe and leave us a great review. You can follow the links in the show notes or go to embodiedastrology.com to make a one-time or recurring donation or to learn more about the different levels of Embodied Astrology membership. Thank you so much for your support. Now, on to your Aquarius season horoscope. Everything is changing all the time. And this is an enormous lesson coming through as we move out of Capricorn season and into Aquarius season. So the Sun and Pluto form the last conjunction that they will form in over 200 years in the sign Capricorn, where they have been meeting for the last 16 years. Never again in your lifetime will Capricorn be presenced by Pluto. And just hours after that conjunction, both the Sun and Pluto move into Aquarius. This is a big deal. This is a real big deal. Pluto has been in Capricorn since 2008. And on the same day that the solar conjunction happens and that the sun moves into Aquarius, Pluto is too. Aquarius is the sign of the future. Aquarius is an air sign. It is a sign that's associated with intelligence, intelligences, plural, and the interlinking of intelligences Uh, in systems of all kinds. Um, Networked intelligences, coordinating intelligences, communing intelligences, uh, self-correcting 
intelligences. Pluto will be in Aquarius um, on and off in 2024. It will return to Capricorn in September just for a month and a half through retrograde motion. Um, but as of mid-November, Pluto is in Aquarius for 20, almost 20 years till 2042. So we are moving into a new age in a lot of ways. Um, in Capricorn season, I gave a, a longer breakdown of Pluto's energetics, but Pluto is bringing the intelligences of the underworld wherever it goes. And those intelligences are uh, in many ways monstrous and in many ways deeply healing and transformative. And it depends on how you are orienting in your own consciousness um, as to what aspects of those consciousnesses you will allow to move through you with most velocity. You'll encounter all kinds of Pluto consciousness out in the world because it's everywhere. You'll encounter Pluto consciousness when you turn your compost because you're really good at organic gardening. Um, you'll encounter Pluto consciousness when you turn on the news and you learn about the uh, immense and incredible forces of death that move through um, individuals and groups of people and nations and societies and nationalities and religions that move through militaries, right? Like lots of ancient twisted karma and lots of capacity and technology and ways of life being its mysterious self that move through the forces of death for transformation. So the composting and the breakdown is a really important part of life. And it's stinky. Composting is stinky. But if you work with it, then maybe you even start to like the stink because you know how uh, valuable it is. Anyway, so Pluto's coming into Aquarius, an air sign, a sign of intelligence, a sign of systems, a sign of humanity, and especially the large humanity, but also specifically sometimes groups and uh, groups of individuals who are similarly aligned or aligned in solidarity. Um, and as Pluto comes into this space in your chart, it's coming into what's called the solar fourth house. Aquarius is your sibling sign. It is a fixed sign. Both Scorpio and Aquarius are very strong temperaments. Um, fixed temperament is definitely one that holds a lot of strength. And the strength of a fixed temperament is to hold on to something for a while, to really work it, to accumulate its power, you know, to compress the power of something and infuse it into an entire system. This is different than the power of the cardinal signs like Cancer, Capricorn, Aries, and Libra that start things, that initiate things. And it's different than the power of the mutable signs, uh, Sagittarius, Gemini, Pisces, and Virgo. And that power is to change things and refine them. So the fixed power is to accumulate and, and condense and solidify around something. And Aquarius uh, holds the power of consciousness, the power of the air, the power of intelligence and thought and systems and, it, and the intelligence of groups, the power of groups, the power of networks, it also holds the power of the future when we are really intent upon what we want to create. Our nervous systems align in that direction. And when we coordinate 
uh, and integrate disparate parts of whatever a project or a group of people or whatever is going to create some kind of future and everybody's working together, then we have a lot of power to create a future. Aquarius is very much associated with the future. Um, so the fourth house in your chart is the place of the root of the chart or on anybody's chart. The fourth house is the root. It's the foundation. It is associated with home, family, and sense of belonging. It's also associated with where you've come from and where you are, uh, literally and metaphorically. Where have you come from? Who are your ancestors? Who are your people? What moves through your, uh, your inheritances, right? What moves up from the underneath <laughs> into you? And then where are you? right? Your actual location, whose land are you on? What's the soil doing? What's the vibe of this place? What's the energy of this place? Where you are situated has a lot to do with uh, how you might feel a sense of home, belonging, family, etc. And a lot to do with how you would involve yourself with a sense of home, belonging, family of wherever you are. Pluto will be here for almost 20 years. And over these next 20 years, Scorpio, you are transforming your notions of home and belonging and family. And now you have to do the work that you did in Capricorn the last 16 years in your foundational structures. So you have to build consciousness of, of the networks that you are in family with. You have to transform the consciousness of uh, the home and the land you have to transform with the consciousness of the land and the people. You have to be part of the consciousness of transformation with land and with people. Y'all are looking for power and solidarity in some kind of new ways. You are looking to align and connect and coordinate in relationships in ways that empower your foundational experiences. And that could mean that some of you are really needing to do a lot of transformative work in your family lines, ancestries, and lineages. There may be things bubbling up in your home and family spaces where you can really see Pluto is here, right? The lords of, of death are here. The lords of death bring death. Death happens all the time. When we attend consciously to death, it can be such a healing and powerful, deeply transformative experience. Death is part of life. It's not the end of life. It's part of life. So Aquarius season is really like bringing this feeling of how do you how do you arrive, <laughs> you know, like in, in the places where you are, in the experiences where you are, how do you, how do you anchor in ways that are empowering? And there might be some long-term feelings right now of what's going to happen in terms of home, family, foundation, and belonging. And there, that might bring in it with it a sense of fear and anticipation or phobia um, that would be fine if it did, but work with it, right? Work with it because if fear is here, then fear also could potentially be destructive or productive. So if fear is here, then how do you attend to the roots of what is fearful 
and and try and serve those spaces in some way that lead to regeneration, that lead to healing, that lead to like a new experience. Because fear is usually predicated on previous experience and patterns, and Aquarius is about the future. On January 25th, we have a full moon in Leo, another sibling fixed cross sign. Leo is the opposite of Scorpio. Leo graces the heaven of your chart. This is the most outward, external, public-facing part of your chart. This has a lot to do with who you are in the world. In your 2024 overview, there was a part where I was talking about like you as a person who has any kind of authority. And that includes if you're older than someone, right? If you have like more access to resource and institutional power, um, if you're a boss, if you're a parent, if you are like a teacher, and also for anybody, you know, that we always have our inherent power. And so how you hold yourself in the world and the conduct within, you know, that you live your life in, um, that's you being a possibility model. That's you being a role model. And so the full moon here is, I think, asking you to rise to the occasion of your own um, brilliance and creativity. Uh, the full moon is squaring Jupiter and Taurus. I talked to you about uh, Jupiter and Taurus last season and Capricorn season. And so there's this feeling of you know, growing in relationships and letting that growth in relationships uphold your dignity and regalness, right? Leo likes to just walk with its chest held high. Um, Leo is also the site of a lot of retrograde vibes these days. Venus was retrograde here in 2023 between July and September. Mercury will be retrograde here later in the year and Mars will have a retrograde that starts here at the end of 2024. So there's definitely a feeling of a lot of activity and a kind of like, you are in a lot of, um, re, re, like you're rebranding basically who you are in the world. I, what is the word that I want? I've used transformation so many times now. So I'm like, I need a different word, but also it's Leo and like, you know, Leo's like, Hey, I'm here. And it's your 10th house. And so you're like, Hey, I'm here. And so maybe rebranding is the right word. But, you know, it's like, who are you in the world? You want to hold who you are in the world with a kind of vitality and presence that's like different now. You want to express yourself authentically. You, you're, you're getting free of a lot of stuff that used to hold you back. And this full moon is kind of amplifying some of those feelings of like, yeah, like I could be different. Like I want to show myself and I want to be seen. Uranus then stations direct on January 26th. Uh, also in your seventh house, right? A very important place uh, in your chart, this place of relationships and contracts and others in the outer world. And as Uranus stations direct, it will have another retrograde or maybe two in Taurus, but it's reaching the end of its transits here. And so since it has been here since 2017, there's also kind of this feeling of you've been in this for a while, like you've been, you've, you've had to go already through some upheavals and some changes in your relationships. Like you're getting to this place where you're understanding, like you don't need to need things in the same way that you used to. And you're more, you're more steady in yourself and you don't have space or time for people to fuck with you. You know, <laughs> just like, 
you're not interested. So there's this kind of liberation feeling that feels quite exciting. Um, we have some good as earth aspects uh, at the end of the month. Um, and it just feels like you are stepping into the future. And then in February, everybody's moving into Aquarius. Mercury is moving in on February 4th. Mars is moving in on the 12th and Venus is moving in on the 16th. So we have all the personal planets in Aquarius. And then on February 9th, we also have the luminaries, the sun and the moon uh, for the new moon in Aquarius. Um, as everybody enters Aquarius, they all meet Pluto right away. And then over the course of days and weeks and months, depending on who we're talking about, they'll all also square Jupiter and Uranus and Taurus. If you enjoy my readings and find them supportive, make sure to pre-order your 2024 year ahead reading now. My year ahead readings are deep dives into the details of the year, special for your sun, moon, and rising signs, with a focus on making the most of the opportunities and meeting challenges with skill and grace. You'll get a big picture overview that spans the year, connecting 2024 to the past and future, and providing a larger context that my monthly readings just can't get into. The 2024 readings will be published by the first week of January, and they make wonderful gifts for the astrology lovers in your life. You can also now receive a 75% discount on 2023's Year Ahead readings, which still have so much to offer. Find more information in the show notes or in the horoscope section at embodiedastrology.com. So we are in a new situation entirely. These are the cardinal angles of your chart. This is your foundation and your relationships. If you don't have foundation and relationships, you, uh, you don't exist. You're not here. You're not in a body. <laughs> you're not alive. I'm sorry. You know, it's like foundation. It's gravity. Gravity moves through you. Where are you right now? Relationships are everywhere. They're unavoidable. You might be in solitude as a human being, but you're still in relationship. You're in relationship to the people that you have known who are still hanging out in your head. You're in relationship to people that you haven't known, but you've learned about or you want to know or like you're thinking about them somehow. You're in relationship to people who have died. Their energies are still around. Your relationship to the air, to the sky, to the trees, to the flowers, the birds and the bees. It's like, are you kidding me? You're not alone here. Relationships are different and you are different. You are in a different space. This is a different world. You can relate in ways that are not the same as you used to relate. And that means that everything is changing. On a fundamental level, things have to change. On a foundational level, things have to change. So make the meaning that's meaningful for you, you know, take what works and leave the rest. But how are you growing and liberating and learning in your relationships right now? And how is that leading to this fundamental foundational transformation? What needs to happen here? And set yourself up for the long-term transformation because Pluto will be here for tw almost 20 years. And really feel into, okay, if you could have an experience of home, family, belonging, foundation, community, kinship, right? Let my words guide your own. If you could have a, an experience in this, in these parts of your life that was truly empowering to you, what does empowering mean to you? 
what would that look like? What would that feel like? What would that sound like? What would that smell like? If you could have a relationship with these themes, home, family, belonging, foundation, that was truly empowering in ways that are bigger than you, that move beyond you, and that move into the spaces of your home, of your family, of your sense of belonging, so that it's not just about what's truly empowering to you, but what is truly empowered around you. And how does power work in ways that are in service to life, that are in service to um, intelligence and creativity? that are in service to the ways that systems work together intricately and specifically. What would that look like? Where would you be? Who's around you? What are you all doing together? What are your practices? Start to, start to ideate and imagine and feel and sense and dream into and long for what this could look like. And when you encounter what's not that, let yourself really feel that it's not that. And when you encounter what feels anathema, totally opposing to what you want, really let yourself feel that. And then ask, like, ask the question of like, well, how would I get to where I wanna go from here? What would need to happen? And you might want to work backwards. So if, you, if you're like imagining into the future and what it looks like in 2042 for you to be experiencing home, family, connection, community, kin in these ways that are like truly empowering for everybody involved. And maybe you won't even be alive then. So imagine into the future what you've been part of creating, 2042. How did we get there? Work backwards until you arrive at the present moment and then just kind of feel into like, okay, so what are some of the first steps? If what you want doesn't exist right now, that's okay. You've got two decades to figure it out. So what are some of the first steps? And I'm going to bet that the first steps are informational and energetic at their core, that they're, it's still about transforming consciousness. So where are you going to start? And we don't need to rush. We don't need to be hasty. We don't need to pretend like we're not somewhere that we're not. Where do you start? What's the like first book, first podcast? Are you going to make a vision board? Like, relax. You have 20 years. And the world is going to be working with you. You're going to have help. There will be others who want this too, I promise you. How are you going to meet them? Where might they be right now? You don't need to find them all right now, but if you were going to find just maybe one of them, where might you find them? Would it be through a particular kind of like support network? Would it be at a meeting for other people that love to do the kinds of things that you love to do or share these kinds of ideals and dreams? How would you find those places? How would you connect? This is the time to just let those new seeds of consciousness start to Gently move through your body mind, body heart mind, and express outwards in little mycelial connective uh, tickles, little tickles, little podcasts, a little, you know, class you're going to take, 
oh, it's like invite, invite someone over for tea, you know, like not a big deal, not a big deal. But you are in a new place. And my hope for you is that in this new place, you really feel the freedom and the potentials and the potentials for freedom of where you have arrived. This work wouldn't exist without a team. Ashgood is our website manager. Alicia Mauji is our community coordinator. Ariana Sears-Putowski prepares and edits transcripts of these readings. Gabs404 is our visual creative director. Joe Stewart is our office coordinator. And Vera Lumi composed and created this music. Thank you so much for listening. We're wishing you all the best in the season ahead.